Welcome to Unreal Radio, where three, sometimes four, film industry professionals get together around a table to discuss the top horror, sci-fi, and fantasy news. I am Six Carolino, and the gang is back together again with Monica Summerfield. Uh-uh. And Casey Dees. We are also joined by local Pokemon extraordinaire and gaming guru, Professor Cody. Professor Cody's in the house. I'm so excited. (laughs) We've got news ranging from the CW's Charmed reboot to the Wonder Woman sequel to South by Southwest. Yes. We also have a write-in question from producer Jerry Kimball. Oh, gosh. Concerning diversity in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as well as other comic-based cinematic universes. But first, let's hear a little bit about our guest, Professor Cody Roberts. What's going on, man? Ah, uh, nothing much. Uh, thank you, Tommy, first of all. So, we know you, or at least I know you through Monica, and Monica yeah. knows you better than the rest of us. Yeah. But, let's just get, get, a, get a good grasp of who you are and how you got your namesake, Professor. <laughs> well, um, as he already said, I'm Cody Rogers. Um, I guess the whole Professor Cody thing came about when almost every time I would go to a raid in Pokemon Go, uh, people would ask, like, what's the best thing to use against this? What's the best thing to use against this? And eventually it got to the point, like, instead of just me telling you at every single raid battle we go to, why don't I just create a channel on WhatsApp and just break it down for you every time there's a new raid boss introduced? And he does. And it's, like, so helpful. Like, God bless you. And you have a channel on WhatsApp? Is that right? Yes, Yes, that is the the actual name of the app. (laughs) It's the WhatsApp. You can um, use it for international, texting, calling, or local. You can make group chats, and it doesn't, like, charge your phone. So not YouTube. Gotcha. Right, yeah, no. <laughs> no, not quite YouTube. But he should. He should have a YouTube channel. I concur. If That's... only I had the equipment to do so. Do you have a cell phone? <laughs> I have a cell phone. Does he yeah. got a video? Uh, he has a screen recorder. <laughs> so, yeah, he, kinda, he made it up very... Smartphones, they, they, they're doing all the work these days. I definitely recommend a YouTube account if you ever get the chance. Yeah, right. I've, I've learned... I'm sorry to interrupt, but I did not... And realize the updates uh, that have been done to YouTube. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and all of a sudden I was able to put my Snap story on there, uh, record live right then and there, uh, and I was just like, wait, what? This is makes it so much easier. I would use this more. Instagram, too? Also super helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Snap. Snap. Well, you know, but the thing about the Snap is that's gone for like 24 hours, right? And I can save it. Oh, I mean, sure, but Instagram, it's all there, it's ready all there, for you to peruse when you, when you, when you want uh, some advice about hey, wait, your favorite game. Wel- welcome her to Instagram again. Oh, She's right. She's learning the ropes. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, relearning. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. always fun. Welcome back to the fold, I guess. Well, I don't know why I'm welcoming you. I think that you were there before me. <laughs> I don't know. I have, this is my first Instagram. I've only I lied. been on What's it up? for a few weeks. I lied then. What's up? Gotcha. Haha. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm doing pretty good. Boom, boom, boom. But no, um, and Twitter too. I swore I'd never the tweeting. tweet. I swore I'd never do it, and I did. But um, actually, um, I should probably re- use Twitter more. I, I used to use it a lot, and I haven't used it much lately. <laughs> I feel you on that. Twitter was always a social media platform that was a little awkward for me because mm-hmm. I either don't talk or I talk a lot. And there's <laughs> right. nothing in between. Right, and they only gave you so many characters is it 180 is that right yeah they've changed it they changed twitter now it's 280 but it's through social media actually is how i um came across the raid groups like a friend of mine here 
you know, told me, oh my God, you're going out and battling these raid, these legendaries by yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. It says 20 people, but like, where do you find, I don't know 20 people, you know, I'm stuck <laughs> at home. I take care of somebody. So anyway, I was, I was steered to the groups on Facebook and then in there they posted the WhatsApp groups and you know, links to join them quickly and bam um there it all was and really cool people and that is how um i actually met him at the mewtwo remember how excited i yes. i was for getting that yes beta tested x-ray pass yep yep and um so they were like if you have any questions please just call out for the professor <laughs> and, and i was like oh shit. my head had to be on a swivel that day and i, I still and i still remember someone going in uh just to scout the mood set because um, you can, because uh, another thing in Pokemon Go is it'll give you a recommended set of right. Pokemon to go in with. And mm -hmm. you can use that, and they've introduced battle parties since. Um, but the recommended set, what I can decipher from that, just based on my knowledge, is, okay, what moveset does this have? And I remember the very first Mewtwo at the Germantown Starbucks. Mm -hmm. um, like, someone had, like, five or six powered up Tyranitars, it was giving them absolutely none of them. I was like, okay, focus, focus blast. blast. Don't yep. use Tyranitar. And people still use Tyranitar and got one shot. Yeah, no, he starts like being the alarm system. Like, <laughs> focus blast. It focus, but it has focus blast, y'all. And I'm just like, what the heck is focus blast? And then it did focus blast. And I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> it's it like, just, oh, that's focus well, blast. It just killed all, all my Pokemon. <laughs> that's what it does. So I want to take, take us back a little bit. How did you get into gaming? Well, I've, I guess I've always been into games to a certain extent. Um, I remember my fifth birthday, uh, I got N64 and Mario Kart 64 oh, for, for my birthday. I still oh. have those. So I still have those to this day. Oh, cool. Um, I will never forget when I got my N64. I was in Germany at the time. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Don't, get, um, yeah, don't get rid of them. Take yeah. care of them. But ever since then, I've always kind of been into Nintendo games, and yes. I really started getting into Pokemon when Ruby and Sapphire came out, which were the Generation 3 games, and I didn't really get into the competitive side of Pokemon until, I guess, around 2010, um, and then I started playing more competitively, and that's how I kind of gained the knowledge of like type matchups, Pokemon matchups, and what what counter coverage means and things like that to where I can kind of explain it to others. Unfortunately, because I'm so knowledgeable with it and I've played <laughs> it for so long, it is very difficult for me to drum down everything to make it easy to understand. Like, <laughs> I, a lot of times I will catch myself using like terms and acronyms that, that I know like to the heart. He, I know exactly what they mean. No, I absolutely he, do that. See, Not with gaming, but with like search yes. combat because I'm an instructor. Yes. Right. I will mm -hmm. end up doing that and like, oh God, I should not treat my beginning students as advanced. I was just <laughs> sitting here thinking, oh my God, they have something in common. And that's it. We'll do that that terminology thing. We're like, all right, I need you to do the rock step first. And then we go to the to the one and the two and then hop on the right for that three and four. And then no one will understand what the hell I'm talking about. That was East Coast Swing. But still. Yeah, yeah no, Cody's done the, the same thing. And people have been like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then I even replied to you and said, just tell me what I need to have powered up. <laughs> Can you please yeah. just do that? 
Fair like fair. I remember the first time, uh, like I was telling about telling them about uh, Mewtwo being able to KO Tyranitar in one shot with Focus Blast. I used Oko, which is like O H K O, like one hit KO. But I was, but I just put it as Oko because that's like just natural terminology for me at that point. I was like, oh wait, they don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> no, sometimes we don't. But he's the yep, sweetheart, yep. and he will re-explain until everyone gets it and that's understands. Dope. Yeah, Which is a good thing. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. My, it, my phone's notepad doesn't like me because of all the stuff I save on it. So if I ever need to repost something, I instead of having to rewrite it, it's just like copy, paste, boom. That's sweet. Yeah. All right. So you started with Nintendo systems. Yes. And now we're currently in our run of, of the 3DS and the Switch. Mm-hmm. Have you always been just just loyal to Nintendo, or do you do you also go into other third parties, Sony, Microsoft? So that's a bit interesting. Like me personally, I've had pretty much every Nintendo system since the N64, with the exception of the Switch, because money is a thing that I don't have enough of right now. Feel. Um, Problems for a lot of people, I'm sure. Uh, Everyone here. (laughs) Um, But my cousin, it's it's funny, my cousin has always been a PlayStation person. He's had PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PS Vita, PS4. And so whenever I go to his house, I'll end up playing PS4 Mm -hmm. games, getting my butt kicked because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know the controller. And I get to repay the favor because I'll kick his butt in Nintendo games because, again, he doesn't know the controller or what he's doing. (laughs) So it goes both ways, I guess. But um, Xbox is probably the only system I've never really played or followed that much of, at least with PlayStation. I know their main franchises, their main games, and that's pretty much it. Feel. But at least, but that's more than Xbox, where I don't even know their main games for the most part. To be fair, right now Xbox doesn't really necessarily have main games because now they're this shared platform universe where everything is like co Xbox and PC. <laughs> so if I'm gonna play something, it's probably not gonna be on Xbox. <laughs> so what, when you did this competitively, was it all? all was it table uh, or was it uh, the game? Just the games or? Uh, it was the video games. Uh, the video I never games? really got into the trading card oh, game. Okay. Um, like, yeah. I collected the cards, obviously, right. but as far as playing it in depth and things like that, I never right. really got into that side of it, mm-hmm. and the first um, video game tournament I did was back before I knew what competitive Pokemon even was, Wow! Uh, because they had, um, on their 10th year anniversary tour across America back in 2006. See, oh my god, wow. Um <laughs> that's when I did my first tournament because they had one here in Memphis. I was like, oh, cool, I really want to do this. And I promptly got my butt kicked in the second round because I didn't know what competitive actually was. Feel you. Um, right. So like, then you soaked it all up. You were like, yeah, okay, I was eye like, of the tiger. And I was like, okay, there's a lot more in-depth than I thought it was. This is not just a kick game. This is not just a game to have fun with. And about three or four years later, I finally got serious about playing it competitively. That's cool. Now, just to be clear, because we talked about it earlier, mm-hmm. you also compete in things that are not Pokemon, like Super Smash Brothers, yeah? Yes, and I am so hype about Smash for Switch coming out yeah. um, at some point this year, hopefully. Yeah. I'm sorry, I probably should have said spoilers before that, because some people might not have seen the direct, but go watch it, you'll like it. Yeah, feel. Um, but I've played every Smash Brothers game in the series, and uh, I've played competitively mainly with Smash for Wii U. Um, I've played competitively a little bit with Brawl, um, and I'll probably catch a lot of flack for this, but Melee is honestly my least favorite game in this series. Same. Agreed. 
Um, <laughs> like, I know so many people love Smash Brothers Melee, and don't get me wrong, I do like the game, but as far as just the series goes, we're done with the- it, is <laughs> probably, <laughs> it is probably my least favorite overall. I, it's only my least favorite because I completely skipped the GameCube generation. I ended <laughs> right. up going to PlayStation for that side. But... So we're not done with Pokemon because I was just going to ask, uh, where, where are some of the places you compete? Who do you represent as far as competition groups here in Memphis? Or um, regionally, even. Uh, so as far as the Pokemon video games go, um, I didn't really compete at that many like in-person tournaments. Um, there's a site called Smogun University uh, that is a comp- that basically... As far as movesets, analysis, stuff like that go, that is your place to go for competitive Pokemon. Um, I unfortunately have not been around there for about a year now, unfortunately, just due to timing and things like that. And Pokemon Go. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, and, Pokemon Go is I amazing. mean, he's been needed ever since. Yeah. <laughs> um, but back at, back when I used to like play on Smogon a lot, like I was to the point where I would like, write analyses and... Um, like approve analyses and things like that that basically just to make sure that the information was accurate and that it would inform people looking at them like what this pokemon can do what it's capable of what it's not good against what to use it against and things of that nature um it is something i do eventually want to get back to if i ever can find the time um right i don't think we're gonna let them yeah i feel i feel like i'll be trapped but um yeah because that's the stuff i look for i mean i can't understand a whole lot of it but i'm honest with you about that right but i look for like what he was saying like what's good to use what's not and I'm like, okay, there's what there's what I need to know right there. Just right there. Make it simple. Because <laughs> it's so much information. You heard it and y'all bonded on it. So. <laughs> do you do you have a main in Pokemon? Is that how that game works? I don't know. I just play Pokemon. Like. <laughs> uh, so Pokemon, uh, in terms of the video games, there's two formats. There's the Smogon format and the official Nintendo format. Um, the Smogon format mainly is 6v6 singles. Um, but the main format for like your in-person tournaments is going to be what is called VGC rules, which is four v four doubles. So um, that I do understand. Yeah. So you'll go in with, so for example, VGC, you'll go in with six Pokemon, but you pick four out yep. of that team. And there's a thing called team preview, which allows you to see what your opponent has. And mm. from that, it won't give you the move sets. It won't give you the moves. It'll just show you the Pokemon that they have. So from there, from their team construction, you have to figure out, all right, what does this likely have? How does this fit into the team? What is the most interesting to my team? And how do I stop it? That gotcha. strategy. Okay. Look at that combat strategy. <laughs> so like eight Zubats. Gotcha. <laughs> you got a Pokemon name right. So the, the so only proud of you. the only reason I know that particular Pokemon name is because I listened to a story. About a girl who just trolled the shit out of these guys at an arena. Oh gosh! Uh, they like she like was was just she she had an army of Zubats and would like spam just all these Zubats on this one dude. So she held the held the ground for instinct. Oh my god! Against like two Valor Oh, so like in a gem. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, she they thought that it was just glitching and they just left. (laughs) 
because oh, she had it was it was uh, always the same Zubat and it was named the same thing and it had the same level. So we just like she thought it was a they thought oh, it was that's a glitch. awesome. That's brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. It's like why is the game hey, glitching? Hey, like I have to give props for that, even though like I feel like that's not ethical. Oh come on! Oh, <laughs> oh come on! Or, or proper etiquette? Oh come on! All is fair in love, war, and Pokemon. <laughs> She's not a pirate, clearly. <laughs> well, but I don't even we... play this game, and I think that's dope, dude. Well, <laughs> brilliant, actually. Well, it's funny. Like, it's hilarious. Like if I, I now he's saying it. Well, I, there's well, okay. etiquette and rules. We're nice to each other. Well, okay. If if there's someone that is annoying me, like it's like shadowing. What I call shadowing behind me, which is basically if I take a gym and. Ten minutes later, it gets taken yes, from me. Yes, that's happened to me. That then is, I'll go ooh. back, take it, yep. put a piece of junk in there so they right. don't get as many bad points. And if they stick something big in there again, I'm getting more out yeah, of it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I learned. I just would go back. I didn't know that that was um, like the reason to go. Well, that, that those were the benefits of going. Mm-hmm. I just would go because it would piss me the F off that I just <laughs> got that gym and I saw the car pulling up and I knew it. I knew it and I had to turn around and take it back. Yeah, so. Use your turn. It's super effective. Yeah. So. so clearly, you are a treasure trove of knowledge oh, concerning gosh. not just Pokemon, but just gaming in general, especially like Apparently. Nintendo gaming. Mm-hmm. And I was curious, you know, for all those folks out there that are looking for gaming buddies and, and looking for someone to run them through raids... Would you be able to give yourself like a pitch, like an elevator pitch? Be like, hey man, I'm Professor Cody. This shit, this is what I do? <laughs> uh, basically, I would just pitch them more about the community than just myself. Because our community in general is, for the most part, really, really good. Uh, like I recently reached level 40 in the game, which is the max level you can Woo-hoo! reach in the game. Congratulations nice. again. Like that just happened, y'all. <laughs> and that's a big thing. And I made this big post like uh, mentioning... Um, you know, specific people that stood out to me that I played with a lot or Aww, or like meant so or, or like meant a lot to me. And then at the end of it I said, but more than anything else, like I want this community to keep getting better and be the best like no community ever was because I'm too cheesy with Pokemon puns. I mean um, and then the music cued in. It yep. was such a beautiful moment. You Did you know? catch them all? <laughs> well, um, not yet because they haven't released them all yet. Yeah, um, true. But basically, I would just say our community is wonderful uh, yeah. overall. Like the people um, I've met, I, I like to think I'm one of the leaders in the community, but I leave that for other people to decide because he that's is. not because that's not for that's not for me See, to say. From what you humble. just said, and for, from from everyone that comes around you and and looks to you for advice, I'd say that makes you a pillar of the community. Now, do do the other day when we were uh, when we were hunting together, we were raiding. Mm-hmm. This one guy said, "Oh, and you get to." Uh, you get to uh, raid, ride with the best, uh, the encyclopedia. And I was like, oh, my God, I think that dude's jealous. <laughs> and I was like, look out, Cody. Everybody wants to raid. And they do. Hashtag and jelly. I mean. Like, oh, no, I need to run and hide. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, it's really I cool. I need to use camouflage. <laughs> and it's really cool that um, you give yourself like so freely the knowledge and you help everybody mm-hmm. out and and he he's right we do have that's what i found through the whatsapp and through the pokemon go pages that i didn't even know existed or even yeah, it really wasn't my idea to have that uh, chat on whatsapp it, it was actually someone else that i can't i can't for the life of me remember who suggested Started. that 
But to whoever that is, and they'll probably tell me at some points, like right. <laughs> like whoever it was. But whoever that was, thank you a lot. And I'm sure everyone else that's on WhatsApp that's well, in that group, yeah. thanks you as well. Because I I don't know if I would have done it so willingly if like other people weren't wanting me to do it. Because well, that and the organization of the race, right? I mean, because. Like, I want to share that information, but I don't want to feel like I'm forcing it upon other people. Like, I don't want them to feel like, hey, I'm forcing you to deal with this, or I'm forcing you to read this. Like, it's optional. Gotcha, like, gotcha. Like, you've gotten as far as you have in the game doing what you do. That's awesome. That's great. I'm here to help if you want it. If not, I'm not going to be offended by it. I'm not an egotistical person, so <laughs> don't bother no, me a bit. No, that's for sure. I mean, he's so humble. About it, you know, and I mean, it was, it was a sweet, sweet post. I was in it, so. <laughs> well, this is, this segues perfectly into if people want to find you on the social media, whether that's a book of faces or WhatsApp, where can they find you? What's, what's your name that they can look you up under? Uh, so Facebook and I believe WhatsApp as well. Um, Cody Rogers. It's pretty easy to find me there on Twitter. Um, I think my... So on Twitter, I haven't used Twitter in a while, so <laughs> I might actually be wrong on my Twitter handle, <laughs> um, but it should be um, D-E-O-N-X. Uh, that dates back to my smoke on days because I used to tweet for them as well. Um, oh, okay. So like in terms of social media, like I like to think I'm somewhat knowledgeable with it, but who knows. I saw um, your profile on Smogon. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling I, you, he's big stuff. I'm I, telling used, you. I used to be on there a lot. <laughs> whole lot. I don't actually, to be honest with you, I had never heard of it until I looked you up. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, but I saw a bunch of acronyms and was like, I don't know what these games are. I guess I'll just ask them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I understand that later earlier this weekend, Casey picked up some knowledge on the Pokemons, and I don't know anything about it. Oh, at the con. <laughs> oh, it, I was just, it was just a little bit of knowledge. Yes. Took me by surprise that I guess Pokemon Go has been included in romance novels. What? Really? What? Really what are now? these novels? Okay. I need to know this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but I spent hours looking on the internet. I could not find it. No. The only thing, only note card I got from the con was from this. Uh, where did it go? Hold on. The author was Lainey Lynn Vale. It was supposed to be in some son of a beard romance, kind of an explicit novel. Oh wow! It was a bunch of group. Of, it was a. Women talking about it when I was standing next to the uh, front security go. table. In a just aha, uh-huh. okay, I see what it was happening. This this is a huge pitch. This is a huge pitch by fans of Unreal for our ship. They're shipping right. us. Right. It, it's the story. It's the story of two, of two hosts, and one of them really likes po- uh, Pokemon Go, and the other one doesn't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the romance novel. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, congrats. Well, We're a fanfic a, now. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Way to go. My heroes. <laughs> and then there's a small Google search when you uh, Pokemon Go uh, yeah. fan fiction. Uh-huh. Kind of on the uh, yeah. BDSM side of wow. Masters. That's and... not the way that wow. I saw this going. Okay. But no, that was but, a different but... search. I mean, tons of it today. But, but I'm, anyway. not, I'm not surprised, though, because fans will do that. They will take... Yeah. I absolutely. mean, they will take with their you know with their love whatever it is and they will yeah eroticize well i kind of had the same idea as six that we could write a romance novel about you wait me pokemon go being the background oh okay 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 there's so many directions 
But <laughs> I, I'm honestly not surprised by that to some extent, simply because like it gets you out, gets you involved with other people, yeah. and like <sighs> as crazy as it is, to some extent, it doesn't surprise me. Oh, think of all the Pokemon Go romances. Hey man, I talk all the time the, about the first my of what a Dragon Age girlfriend. Yes, <laughs> you could put that bikini to use. What the one we we're gonna get you last podcast. Oh, the Pokemon Jigglypuff bikini, and the, bikini. Oh yeah. uh, yes, I want. I just anything Pokemon, but uh, <laughs> bikini, yeah, whatever. One piece, one piece Jigglypuff. Right Jigglypuff, on. two piece. Uh. Oh, fine. Two two Jigglypuffs. <laughs> So oh that dear! Well, twice okay. the sing- twice the singing capabilities will be asleep twice as fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does that. And, and then we'll pro- then we'll probably have twice as much ink written on our faces too. Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay. Oh. Shout out to whoever remembers the first two seasons of the Pokemon anime because yes, see? <laughs> that's where it's from. That, see, he wasn't just yeah. Those, there's a whole world out there of it that we don't know. I don't know. They started calling me like the Pokemon Go expert, and I'm like, no. Compared to the two of us. Well, okay. When you add that, it makes it, it makes it better. Because otherwise, I felt liable, and like people were coming knocking at my door, going, "You don't know Jack. What do you? Why are they? We need to get don't you tell them my address. So we'll get people knocking at my door for the podcast. Get, get a crown for the, the podcast. Pikachu pod. Uh, Pikachu crown? No, it has to be a, a Ralt. Um, what's I don't want it. Or the second, ballet. you know what? Oh, you're gonna oh. get whatever I make you, lady. Oh my gosh. Uh oh. <laughs> like oh you'll gosh. get you'll get something you'll like it, darn it. <laughs> so what I was thinking oh, for doing for Halloween was uh, being because all these new Pokemon came out. Mm-hmm. Um, Gen three, right? Yeah, we're okay. on Gen three right now. Okay. Pokemon Go. So more of them came out, and they are so pretty and so beautiful. I mean, we have skitties. And 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 Ralts and y'all are just looking at me like y'all always do. Um, so anyway, the whole point is um, my favorite, the most beautiful one. Well, one of yes, she's my favorite, and she um, evolves into this big, beautiful, and she has like bird feathered hair she has and this dre- dress looking thing for her body. Yeah, and it's um, a cut slit long skirt, white, and I'll need a chest plate made. Oh, I see wow. it right now. Yeah, this no, this is I, gonna be your character for the novel. Oh my god! We're gonna come in dear. with seventies hair and oh, she's beautiful. gotta do the seventies hair. This is going to be an she interesting. Does, occasion. She does hair. So. She does hair and makeup. Wait, wait, wait. So so if Monica's going to be Gardevoir, the one that she's talking about, someone needs to be Galay, which is the male counterpart, well, to, to complete the novel. That's what I... Right. But... Is he a giant fish? I don't know if I can no, do it. No, no, he... no. Galay has sort of like arms. It'd be perfect for you. He's sort of like arms. No, but see... Uh, okay. <laughs> but I was telling Cody about all the various Halloween happenings and uh, who I wanted to go. And then he told me about, in Gen 4, by the way, say you know, get you one because you've got, it'll evolve. And he showed me. And I, so I was like, okay, well then you get to go with that guy. So, <laughs> yeah, so when you see, yeah, y'all see Pokemon, I'll be dragging. I'll be dragging him behind me. <laughs> I don't know about dragging behind me. I might have trouble walking on those stubby well, legs that yeah. Galate has, but... Well, yeah, that's what I mean. We're like, keep it no. up! It's like, I'm sorry, I'm not used to these skinny <laughs> legs that Galate has. Yeah, he's pretty tall. He's pretty tall. Yeah. So, anyway. On that note, it's right? about time we transition yeah. to the news. Monica, let's break down the box office. 
Well, I don't want to break it down. I mean, people like watching movies. <laughs> let's elbow the box office. <laughs> elbow. Let's, it, let's give it a nudge. <laughs> See that what it comes out fully break. That might, yeah, that might hurt. Well, My well, elbows are great. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, let's well, get let's get a small little baby nudge and see what it comes well, up with. Well, I was a tomboy and I've I've been pretty rough. I've got scars and you missed like she's lived a lot. I'm sure there's like that. That's what she said in there somewhere that I could have, but I missed it. Man, so okay, why. whatever. I played in the woods. I had a BMX. We went wood hunting. <laughs> I had a spiked hair. Now she has Pokemon y'all. and a dovetail. I had a dovetail. <laughs> I, I knew, I knew how to, okay. you don't know what a dovetail and, nope. a, sp- and a spike is nope. from, from no the idea. 80s? Well, I know what a spike is. Okay, well, the, dove, the dovetail was a <laughs> You know what half of it is, at least. <laughs> the ducktail? Uh, well, they rat called, tail? They called it, no, the rat was longer. This is what the, they called it in Columbus, Georgia, when it was a certain way, just short, but angled, triangled. I have to learn that hair school. I have to interrupt for two seconds. It's not supposed to go at an angle. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I mean, I heard people call it the duck tail, but the rat tail was when the guys would let that one piece get longer, or the girls, but mostly guys. And mullets were, were still kind of Ooh, I have a baby mullet. I'm working on it. Are you? See it. I'd say the same a, thing. A baby red mullet. Yes. <laughs> She's all about the 70s, and yeah, so. Let's get back to the box office. We were there, I thought. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's go ahead and be we, super, we went, super We went off the rails it. a little bit. Now we're back on the box you office You wanted train. to beat it up. Okay. Oh, dear. Black Panther. <laughs> I know. Like, do I, I mean, seriously, box office, Black Panther. Okay. What, all right. Good talk, next? guys. Yeah, good talk. Have a good night, everybody. Black Panther <laughs> takes number one again for the past two weeks in a row. Monica, what was the past two week standings? Okay, well, the latest that from 3.9 to 3.11, that weekend they grossed $41.1 million alone, and that makes their total gross $562 million. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that does not and that's week four. And that is domestic growth, just to be clear. They right. have officially cleared the $1 billion mark internationally. Yes. yes. Wow. So, congratulations, Marvel. I mean, I you wish have another we had, hit on your hands. I wish we had a, like a clap thing. We, you know, applause buttons yeah. from, for like Anchor. Well, uh, Jerry, here you go. Yes. In- <laughs> insert, insert applause. Uh, but, I mean, just to speak a little bit more on Black Panther, it's already been confirmed that they're going to be getting a sequel, while the rest of the world says, no shit dudes. I know. <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to stop and want to interrupt, but I was going to be like, yeah, I am. <laughs> and, and who didn't see that coming? Just, you mm. know, right? Well, but, let's hear about the number two spots. Okay, well, number two last week was Red Sparrow. I, I didn't, I'm, they must have had a low market... Yeah, my budget? my parents saw it today, and and they were telling me like it was it was not well attended or something because they, oh, uh, you know, it was it's been promoted. Oh, you know, it was. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Joseph, Ed, jo- yeah, Joel I Edgerton. saw a lot of uh, previews on TV for it. Uh, okay, um, it so seemed marketing. interesting. Um, I've heard good I, reviews. I've heard terrible reviews. I, good but fun. I my mom saw it too. Okay. I my just parents don't watch going to TV see it. Enough. I am a fan so of a lot of the actors in there. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that a lot of them need to be playing Russians. Oh, they were playing Russians. Yeah, yeah. that that was my one concern with it—the fact that it had a lot of good actors and actresses in it, but. How are the Russian accents going to go over? From what I heard, Jennifer Lawrence's is not bad. Jeremy Irons, who is very well respected, not so great. (laughs) 
I don't know. That's I mean, strange. I mean that's the, I mean that's the kind of the thing. Like you can, like I've I've obviously heard like I don't follow movies as much as you guys, but like I've heard of Jeremy Irons. I've heard of good things about him, but. Like with pretty much any actor, there's usually just at least one thing that you probably shouldn't be doing as an actor or actress. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody has a weak spot and yeah. everybody has a strong point. But, like, I just hope... I mean, they have a small budget of, of only $69 million, but, like, total gross in week one is 16.8. So they got a long, long ways to go. I don't think it's going to make its no. budget back. And no that's much. sad since it's only 69. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it fell down to number four this week, this past week. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm still like, what? what is Rosemary? <laughs> so, yeah, so number two this past week was A Wrinkle in Time, which also kind of happened to be heard about it bombing but i mean what they're saying is uh, black panther absolutely like i mean just anybody you just there should have just been no other movies like every (laughs) theater should have just had black panther now to be fair i think that the audiences between the two don't necessarily cross over because a wrinkle in time is oriented towards a younger crowd than black panther the thing with a wrinkle in time is it didn't look that great really man those previews sucked mm mm-hmm yeah, I had. Yeah, I saw a couple of the previews for it. I I can't say I was excited about it. It was like, oh, I really want to see that. Like Res Barrow did intrigue me. I'm like, uh, like if if I hear enough good reviews about it, I'll go see it because that does intrigue me. But but Oprah. So <laughs> she needs to stick to diet food in O Magazine. I think she, I thought the one shot I saw ever looked pretty dang wicked with the. I even kind of thought the makeup looked a bit messy. Oh, wow. I just didn't care for any of it. I need new glasses. (laughs) I need new glasses, so. Well, I also expected something like this to be more endearing from the previews. It just didn't hit any emotional chord whatsoever. Really? Oh, no, that's that. Yeah, no, that's that's how I felt as well. It looked like a a paint-by-numbers, sort of like sci-fi fantasy Thing that there was they were focused lots of on the wrong really thing. colorful things and really technical and let's get some A-list actors Zach Galifianakis in a somewhat serious role. Oh what? what? Oh my gosh! I mean, wait, why? Wait, they why was he in a serious the... role? He's he's best know. in comedy roles. It's really weird to me. <laughs> they They're it... just they should have turned it into a Disney Channel made for TV movie. Possibly. <laughs> you know that probably would have been a better idea. Yeah, the way y'all are describing this. I mean, I don't know. I didn't expect anything to do anything up against Black Panther. So yeah, agreed. But yeah, I, I, I did see a little bit of this, and um, I'm familiar with the novel. Maybe it was a well thought out plan because if it tanked, they can blame it tanking because of Black but Panther. Yeah, right. I guess. Well, Good for them. anybody sure. could. I mean, <laughs> it makes like, right? Feel a little better about it, maybe. <laughs> I, could, I could probably blame something about you know going wrong in my life, but. Black Panther. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, it's like Black Panther. You're the reason everything I'm, else is failing right now. I mean, seriously, it has taken over the world. I mean, we thought it Wonder Woman. It rightly should. It should. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Definitely. Did you should. see it yet, Six? No, I haven't got a chance. We, Ever since like this past show, and then now I'm running into another gig. So yeah. what? I mean, like he is just I'm, combat. Yeah. We missed you at Con this weekend, too. Uh, yeah, I couldn't make it at all because I was doing ADR for another movie. So, oh. yeah. yeah. Man, <laughs> nice I, scheduling I, there. I wish I, I wish I had some of these problems. That Sorry. would mean I had to work. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go on to well, number three, though. Yeah, no, if you really want to. Um, <laughs> Death Wish, came, Death Wish yeah. came out week one at a whopping $13 million. 
Yeah. Good for them. Uh, uh, budget's only 30 but uh, I'm not really sure they're going to you know, even make that back. I'm still curious as why Eli Roth did this. Yeah. I'm curious. It? Well, never mind. I was going to say I'm curious why Bruce Willis did, but let's be honest, because he wanted money. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's be real about that. Everybody needs a paycheck. Yeah. No. I, I, I should know. Yeah, money, is, money is money. Right. So, I mean, okay, but then... Okay. This past weekend, though, the, was yes, Strangers sorry. Pray at Night. Yes. The sequel okay. to The Strangers. Ah, <laughs> yeah. How did that do? $10 million at the box office. I uh, don't know the budget. Yeah, though. the budget wasn't listed. It's first week out, though. But given that it's a horror movie, it, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a little bit lower than that. Uh, or not lower not, than 10, but like, it's going to be fairly okay, I think. Oh, with budget, budgeting? Yeah. yeah. I would be surprised if they made that movie for anything over 30. Uh, yeah. Okay. I still want to see it. Yeah, I, I, I've heard good reviews for it, but I wasn't really a fan of the first one, so... I just like the actors in it. And is the, time, <laughs> yeah. and is the timing right? And then, like, Black Panther. The timing on that is kind of weird. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. in that... I mean, we're about you? to be in spring. But I also think that it was released to die. Oh, yeah? I mean, I mean when you Black look Panther. At the, well, yeah. When you look <laughs> at the property itself, though... Releasing a horror film in March, just in general. Yeah, but the strangers, that's suicide. the strangers particularly, because the first one didn't do very strongly at the box office to begin with. Yeah. It found a lot of success in VOD and DVD sales. Okay. So maybe they're banking on that and hoping for an October release for DVD and Blu-ray and VOD. Maybe that's why yeah. they came out with it now, so that they yeah. can have that by Halloween. Because don't you have to wait? Yeah, you have to wait so long. Yeah, I mean, I. Yes, but still, that's just sad. Depending because... on the deal you went with. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, know, you know me and logistics. Yeah. yeah don't get me it, started. If that was their plan, then that does make a lot of sense. But otherwise, it's like, why are you releasing well, in the middle of March? Yeah, no. A horror in the middle of March is just, that's not fun. Good for them, I guess, if no. they if it works out. But if it doesn't, then that's Well, bad. it's not gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, just not, uh, I'm just not positive on that. Well... So, yeah. You know, it goes on with uh, Peter Rabbit still hanging in at 6 this past weekend and Game Night and 5th and, yeah. Uh, Death Wish moved down to 7. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, its budget is listed this time. What was it? Uh, $30 million. 30 so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, all right. So. Yeah. So and the Hurricane Heist didn't hear of it. It was new. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to see that at some point in time. I know it did shittily at the box office, but I'm a fan of the actors in it. Shittily, yeah. And there's some, some dope stunts in it, so uh, i got to support my people. i got to support my people. Yeah, exactly. No, and, and, and sometimes people go to movies for these different reasons, even if they're expecting. Yeah. I know I've gone to a movie going, this is going to be shit, but I want to <laughs> see this or this person or what they did with the wardrobe or whatnot. Oh, dudes, if you want to see a shitty, shitty Netflix movie... But it's kind of awesome. Check out Battle Drone. It's pretty yeah. terrible. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard stories about that. It's awful, but like it's there, there's a scenes of ninjas punching robots, and it's really cool. Ninja punching robots. Ninja punching robots. Sounds like a Doctor Who. It really does. Yeah. I mean, we may need to check this out. I mean, it's terrible, I mean, but if you I mean, can who can complain with anything that's close to Doctor Who? I mean, oh, uh, mm. she got me into Doctor Who. But I yeah, gave addiction. yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, she did. Uh-oh. But then you know, then you got this weekend Jumanji hanging in there at number ten, and that's all we got for the box office. Yeah. Let's move on to the rest of the news. Monica, what's your first story? 
Well, okay, ahead of hitting theater, Steven Spielberg's Ready Player One hey. is hitting the South by Southwest conference with a pop-up activation. That sounds dope. Yeah, where fans uh, can amazing. Yeah, where fans can step into the movies, 80s nostalgia, nerdgasm. I just love that they use that word. And virtual reality culture. So, uh, basically, you know, Ready Player One is set in a dystopian future where mankind escapes the stress of economic, socio-political, and environmental crisis by diving into a wildly popular virtual reality simulator oasis. Like, I bet there's an oasis right now because there's so much insanity in the world. I'd want to, I would, I want an oasis. Yeah, can I just get teleported there? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so this, it's really cool. You're hearing about pop-up restaurants, pop-up stores and whatnot. So now you're having like this pop-up, they're calling what an activation, it's like installation maybe, so to speak, but I mean, it's totally interactive. It sounds really cool. It's held at, oh gosh, I'm going to. Brazos Hall, uh, the Ready Player One activation is a, a party where music pumps, drinks flow, and there's plenty of photo ops to be shared with. I mean, they actually did the decor and laid it out in a way to where you could do really cool selfies. They were keeping that in mind in the de the interior design. And so, yeah, everything's 80s, I mean, stuff to the brim. Uh, they'll have the movies on and uh, 80s music. And then there's like um, custom cocktails named after movie characters, like the uh, the holiday uh, daiquiri. I didn't really um, kind of get that one. And the Artemis. I'm sure these are all references to what's going on in the movie. Yeah, I, so yeah, I hope so because I was like, yeah. I don't really remember that. Um, I'm not about familiar the 80s. with the source material, so I can't. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I totally did not remember that from the 80s. But um, yeah, so visitors, you cruise the floor. Uh, Play, play a fleet of school arcade games, including Donkey Kong, Miss Pac-Man, Space Invaders, ooh, all the stuff I gave all my money to when I was a kid. And, but see, <laughs> they're, they're, yes, they're free to play there, though, so. And then, of course, uh, more photo ops with a wall, an installation of a wall of cassette tapes, which I could make one. I have my, all my cassette tapes. But the most thrilling options are, no doubt, the huge iron giant statue of a DeLorean. Oh, jeez. Yes. Oh, boy. And, um, you know, it, they had to put in Made Famous by Back to the Future. That's cool. I know. That's because, totally like, reasonable. I know. Yeah. So, um, it's not to scale. But it's giant enough that you can pose and you can sit in it and have your friends all green with you. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's yeah, so, I mean, it sounds really neat. And yeah. um, it kind of gives you a peek into Ready Player One while actually kind of being a part of it. I love these big, like, movie event style sort of things, and, and when, especially at South by Southwest. Yeah. That's really a great, great venue to be doing, like, 4D theater and that sort of thing. Yeah, so, awesome. so, I mean, that's why there's a DJ and a bar and, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and a dance floor. I want to attend one of these at some point in time. I do, but, too. You know. <laughs> My friend Annie, though, she would go and, like, uh, the last... No, that was Burning Man. Never went. Never mind. <laughs> they had a sandstorm, and the next thing you know, she lives in California. Yeah. Oh, she never course. came back but everyone and I remember all, left, the whole gang left taking, never returned right I, re I remember the whole gang taking off for South by Southwest and a lot of our local bands play down there so yeah. it's really cool if you're in that area and it's coming up uh, the uh, installation opening night I believe is March 29th I want some of my movies to play there one day but we'll that would be that awesome yeah. yeah because they added that at yeah. first it was just kind of geared towards music yeah right yeah 
Now there's a whole media track. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, Casey, what's your first story? My first story is the Charmed reboot. Charmed, all right. Yes, yeah. I love Were y'all that. big fans? I liked it back in the day. I liked uh, it. It's been a long ass time, though. Yeah, yeah same. that was in the, what, 90s? Yeah, yeah 90s. it's been at least 20 years. <laughs> um, I'm kind of excited about the reboot. They've cast three different Latin women from different ethnic different walks of life that's very cool and they're gonna be the three sisters and i think in a college town in michigan and they all come back together because their mother tragically passes away what i like about this show is that cw is always spinning new things and really including people of color lbgt mm-hmm. and this is really i think a good direction for cw definitely i mean jump on that train i mean Cause, yeah, I mean, I think that's par for the course for CW in general. Yeah, they've they're, kicked they're, that door wide open with Legends of Tomorrow. They're all about inclusivity these days. It's been like, you know, they've been pretty strong about that since the whole Arrowverse even began, uh, just just in terms of gender representation and uh, multiple minorities in, within the main cast. So that's that's great. Yeah, if uh, only the uh, real world could learn, like if everyone else could learn a little bit from them. Yeah, yeah, right. we're, yeah. we're going to be talking about that later today <laughs> in our topic. Which yeah. I hope to learn, I guess, with since the new Charmed reboot and it's focused on Latin women. Yeah, I really want to learn more about the Spanish witch culture and the brujas mm-hmm. and yeah that thing, which we haven't really even experienced a lot of in Supernatural exploration of like Day of the Dead and that sort of thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, I know a little bit about it. I have. Um... I had my grandpapa was mm. Hispanic, and I still have family over in Spain. So, did they announce the cast already? Or? They did. We have a uh, Madeline Mantock. She was from Into the Badlands. Oh, of course. Mm. Uh, the uh. cast is stellar. She is the oldest sister, Macy. She's a geneticist, practical driven, completely in shock. She's a witch. So yeah, that makes sense. That's why they wrote her out of Into the Badlands. Okay, cool. And then Milani Diaz. From Rizzoli and Isles and Girls. I've never okay. watched either of those shows. Yeah. She's outspoken activist lesbian who loses her way after her mother dies. The third sister is Sarah Jeffrey from Disney Channel's Descent. Okay. Descendants. Yeah. Is Madison a bubbly college freshman whose new life conflicts with her goal of being a sorority girl? Uh oh. Okay. And then they have uh, the love interest for the oldest sister, uh, the dude who is in Jumanji. The Kevin Hart? No, Sarah. <laughs> the Rock? No, I'm going to try to oh, pronounce his whoa. name. Okay. Sir Darius Blaine. Oh, uh, okay. Who is he? Uh, uh, he played younger version of uh, 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 Kevin Hart. Yes. Oh, okay. So, I mean, Cause I it sounds like it's going to be a fun show. Yeah. I'm just kind of curious about the name. Okay. About Charmed. it being called Charmed and not... Charm carried on. <laughs> okay. Another saga. Another right, right, right. Charm the saga part two. <laughs> right. Part whatever. I mean, otherwise, I'd be I'd be looking for Shannon Doherty and being like, I can't wait to see them. Can't wait to see Alyssa Milano twenty years later. A lot of people are sorcery. pissed. But I don't think I think Buffy fans would be more pissed if they tried to do a Buffy reboot. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I like frankly, I'm I'm gonna wait to reserve judgment because at this point. Just do, just do, just do the thing. Just do the thing, and uh, I'll judge after the first just episode. Just do the thing. Just, just show me something. Yeah. Just show me. Just do the thing. I'll judge afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, I think it's definitely a good idea for them to try. It's definitely. So I, I wouldn't say thinking outside the box per se, but definitely willing to possibly go over boundaries in some people's right. eyes. Right. Right. Hitting on that diversity. 
And I really feel that if this, in, I really hope this ends up working well because it could lay the groundwork for future right. reboots or just future shows in general to like widen their casting. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been happening a lot. I mean, that's, you know, I don't know if Wonder Woman kicked it off or. Funny that you say that. Let's go into my topic. Director Patty Jenkins has confirmed that Kristen Wiig will play the villain Cheetah in Wonder Woman 2. Yes! Jenkins writes on Twitter, So incredibly lucky to welcome the sensationally talented Kristen Wiig in our Wonder Woman family. Can't wait to finally work with one of my favorites. And so excited about what we have planned. Hashtag Cheetah. Yeah, Cheetah's been uh, the longest and longest standing uh, foe. Of, um, it's like episode 60 or something of, like that, right? Of Wonder Woman. Or issue 60? I mean, like, yeah, she can't be 1943 killed. was her first time. appearance. Yes, yes. From uh, William Marston. Yes. That's crazy. I yeah. mean, she's been... Panther's always been there. She's an amusing character to play in Injustice 2. <laughs> for those that play it. Well, I mean, I think Kristen Wiig can pull it off, too. Because, I mean, she's pulled off a plethora People don't understand that, like comedic mm-hmm. actors, they don't just do comedy. That's one of the hardest genres to handle. But and, like, they can, they can. And do And she drama. can really stretch it. I mm-hmm. mean, some can, yeah, some can do comedy, and some can switch it. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's not what I was expecting. But no, she, she can. Man, what can't she do is what I'd like to know. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen her, t- seen her turn into a potato, but okay, well, she might be able to do it. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> You work on that. Transform, anyway. let's go. <laughs> All right, Monica, what's our next topic? Well, um, believe, it or, <laughs> believe it or not, it's Pokemon Go related. Oh, yes. shit. Oh. Yes. See, Cody, Cody knows. He smells what I'm stepping in. All right, so the, monst- the monster hunting of Pokego. Pokemon Go, oh my God, meets dinosaurs in Jurassic World Alive. I heard about that, actually. Yes, it's a new augmented reality location-based game for Android and iOS coming this spring. Developed by Ludia, uh, which has previously worked on Jurassic World, the game, and Jurassic... Jurassic... Why am I saying Jurassic? Uh, Jurassic Park Builder. So, yeah, I'm just not that big of a gamer, but uh, I didn't know there were this many. (laughs) But you can collect and do battle with dinosaurs. Like, it's just like Pokemon Go. It puts players in the role of a new recruit in the dinosaur protection group. Hey. The DPG. I love it. That's awesome. It kind of reminds me of ASVS for some reason. I don't know why. But uh, players are tasked with saving dinosaurs from another extinction by tracking them down, collecting DNA samples, and creating the new hybrid species in a lab. So it sounds like the movie, but um, just in Pokemon Go form, Yeah, I, I, mean, I guess. I, we shouldn't be surprised, honestly, considering that we're seeing that pop up for Harry Potter as well. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And the, there's two of them, and Niantic is doing one, yeah. but someone else is doing another one, and that one's kind of... Uh, failing that Uh, one's kind of not getting liked right now that's not really that surprising honestly i mean unless i read it wrong and it's the niantic version i don't think the niantic version's even been released yet no 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 it hasn't and this in this version's still beta it's but the fans (laughs) are already like what the hell this is not what we were expecting too bad hopefully this game will not suffer the same fate because i know 
Even if a game's not great, developers worked on that shit, and it's not like they tried to release shit. So. <laughs> I don't know. Some, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. I've played some games yeah, where, I, where I, I was, was like, I was, was going to say, there are some very questionable games out right, there. Right. It's like, like, what were you why? guys doing that day? I mean, were you just bored? Did you feel like being mean? Hey, I mean, with, with a licensed game, with a licensed game, like 90% of the time you're running into a shit licensed game, it's because... That development team ran out of time and wanted, the, or well, you know, they wanted yeah. to do a cash cow. Yeah, that's. What I think I was, I was talking about. Uh, I was talking to you about this um, earlier, like before we started the podcast. But um, I'll kind of make a segue and make an example out of Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Yeah, like that got delayed a lot, um, and people were so annoyed by it because they wanted Zelda. They wanted a new I Zelda game, and but I remember that, and uh, I just. I just kept thinking to myself, like, if they delay, they can delay it a year and a half, and I wouldn't care as long as it's a good quality game that I'm going to enjoy. Then take all the time you need. Yeah, it ended up getting Game of the Year last year, so I mean, yeah, still really, yeah, yes, yeah, so over. Yeah. I mean, over a lot of games, like I the think, Zelda that I'm remembering from the '90s. Yeah, like uh, when it was like little pixelated. Well, it's uh, obviously it's changed significantly. <laughs> wow, it'd probably blow my mind if I saw it. Maybe, maybe. I mean, because seriously, I remember the little pixelated thing and go to the left and then go to the right and you approach a troll and that troll just Quick, someone get a picture of it. Let's blow Monica's mind. Oh, dear. God, Uh, it would. All right. So, yeah, so Jurassic, look out for that. It's coming this uh, spring and it's going to be just like Pokemon Go because everybody, see see how good it is? Everybody's emulating it. All right, all right, all right. Ah, you know it. Everybody's trying to copy it. (laughs) Next topic. Former President of the United States, Barack Obama, is in talks with Netflix to produce an original series. Yes. And is spitballing concepts with the streaming giant. According to The Hollywood Reporter, both Barack and Michelle Obama will feature in the show, which will center around uplifting inspirational stories, as opposed to direct political commentary on the White House. Smart move. <coughs> oh, really? <laughs> Oh, no, but yeah, no, he swears. He promised that that's not really the agenda, and he will be staying away from that and focusing more on kind of like um, what Michelle wants to do. Kind of sounds like she's going to be running things like a little mini Oprah. And, you know, (laughs) she's into health and fitness. Well, so Barack was going to be moderating discussions between different groups, but, like, a lot of it is going to be what he talked about during his presidency. So, like, health care, climate change, foreign policy. But Michelle is actually going to take more of an, like, an active role Hands in terms of talking. Yeah. Uh, it's just Barack is kind of at the center of Ooh. moderation. Right. That's yeah. what it sounded It sounded more like he was producer, you know, but yeah. I kind of got a little confused. I was like, okay, what's happening? He's, he's, he's the host of a TV show, if that, that makes okay. sense. Okay. He's the host well, that's and, be and will invite people as pundits to comment on certain issues. Well, that's going to be different. Yeah. Definitely different. Yeah. Sounds um, like one of those political shows of the late '60s, where you'd have who was it William F. Buckley who'd invite everybody in and set up a discussion. Is it going to be something like that? Probably. Yes. Yeah. And, Let's say yes. And, but look, I'm disappointed that um, that he's not going to. Well, I think it'll be cool. Take if, the opportunity to. Uh, I think it's a good social platform to hear different people's opinions and events and just get. Get the conversations going in a positive direction. Casey, what's your next story? Scooby Natural. Scooby Natural. Oh, That's I right. heard about that. I'm so excited for that. I know. Two weeks, March 29th, I showed everybody the yeah, trailer this did. week in the teaser. Yes, yeah, she did. She did. Okay. Have you seen it yet? Nope. 
<laughs> it looks really me good. Too. Have you no, seen it? I saw it. Uh, I saw. I haven't seen the whole thing yet, but I have seen parts of it. No, it does. It looks cool. She made us all stop. Oh, I mean, I all don't... of a sudden there was a. I was like, okay, wait, let me focus. But no, it was. It was no, it was good. I mean, watch party at your house. I'm thinking, or at the bar. Huh. Uh, okay. Or we can just put a bar in here. <laughs> like grab a bar, bring it in here. We're good. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right. Well, let's move on to the topic of the day, which is actually Jerry Kimball's right in question. With the billion-dollar success of Black Panther, Marvel has said that they want to include and have more inclusion, which is the film word for diversity, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. On one of Six's Facebook statuses, that's me, he mentioned about being cast as Amadeus Cho, which is something that I really want to do, <laughs> who is the Incredible Hulk in the comics now. And he's actually apparently already in the Marvel Comics Cinematic Universe, which I had to look up, and he was in the Incredible Hulk movie, which is not exactly regarded as canon, so we'll see. I don't know. We're kind of it's, it's a weird spot. Anyway, he's not he's not Asian in that one. Anyway, uh, <laughs> do we see something like this maybe happening in the future within the next five to six years as the main cast starts to get older? Characters like female Thor, played by Jane, whose last name I forget. <laughs> Uh, female Iron Thor, uh, uh, sorry, female Iron Man, my bad, uh, as Riri Williams, and Kamaka Khan, Kamala Khan? Kam I'm pretty sure he I meant like Kamala Khan. I like Kamala Khan. I think he meant Kamala Khan as Miss Marvel. Come and go. And so forth. So, do we think that we're going to end up seeing more, of the, like, more things like this? Absolutely. Uh, yes. No. I mean, of course, especially the more generations. I mean... Yeah. What are they gonna do? Keep rebooting, remaking, and redoing? I will commit. Yeah, no. They probably will. I will Just because that's what we're doing right now. Um, so. Well, yeah. we keep doing it, and yeah. you, I keep complaining. But I, I think that given where we are in the state of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the fact that we're about to kill some folks off in this Infinity War. Yeah. I, I think that's yeah. a great time to segue into Riri Williams as Iron Man. I think that. Uh, Tony Stark. No, not Tony Stark. Robert Downey Jr. is probably getting a little bit expensive. Expected. I think they're probably going to kill off Chris Evans in this one and make room for either the Winter Soldier to take up the mantle of Captain America or for, uh, what's his name, Falcon. So we'll, we'll, we'll see, I guess. Wow. I'm obviously pitching Amadeus Joe to be the new Hulk. <laughs> but I mean, it, yeah, it's definitely, um, it's going to have to happen. I mean, look, you just pointed out a bunch of your, your thoughts about it, and it makes perfect sense. I mean, they've only written... To so, you know, up to so much. and Yeah, I mean, eventually they're just going to run out of actual canon stuff within the Marvel comics. And they're going to have to expand right. upon what they have already have. It's similar to a lot of things that just eventually the movies catch up to whatever they're based on. And you either right. stop them or you carry them on. True. And I'm all for the female. I mean, and yes, that's yeah. gonna, that's going to come too. You know, the female versions. Of course. I now mean, got... you had He-Man for so long, and then She-Ra. And we got Brie Larson coming in as Miss Marvel. You know, that's going to be our first Marvel female-centric show. So that'll wow. be cool. We'll see if it stands up to the might of Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay. I mean, it might. I don't know. I, I think it probably will. Brie Larson is an interesting actress in general, and I am not as familiar with Miss Marvel as I am with Wonder Woman, so. Yeah, I'm not we'll just familiar at all with uh, Yeah, that. I'm not familiar at mm -hmm. all, but I just know I watched Wonder Woman recently. 
All right. Well, speaking of Wonder Woman. Yeah, did y'all hear that? I watched Wonder Woman. These two give me Say it again. I watched Wonder Woman. Yay. Sounds like a great excuse to bring back the unreal pitch. Uh Uh-oh. All right. So you guys know the deal. And for those of you that are new, this is where we take an existing property and we reshape and remake this in our own image because we're the most important people in the film universe, right? Right. (laughs) No, but this is for all the filmmakers out there that need some ideas. We take an existing property and we give a new spin on it just to see how creative we can be. Mm-hmm. All right. Who mm-hmm. wants to start? Mm-mm. Nose goes. Mm-mm. No, it's I mean, Casey. That's me. Okay. It's Casey. Man, this was a tough one. So I started um, started like brainstorming. Should have like a Russ Myers faster pussycat kill 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 oh, kind of vibe. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of. Like and just that. kind of recast all of that movie. Keep it black and white. Then you know, started researching more about Wonder Woman, and the original version and more bondage and yeah. subtle as BDSM and. Uh-huh. Her gang of women and Professor Marston. So then I kind of started thinking about like the 1950s movies. Mm. So a little softer, a little Russ Myers. Um, cast Jane Russell as Wonder Woman. And then uh, Edna would be her Marilyn Monroe sidekick. Yeah, oh wow. And then someone like Harry Grant as a. Uh, Whatever that I know, the guy jail slave <laughs> is. Steve, Steve Trevor, okay. Yeah, yeah, him, the guy in the airplane. Yeah, the guy there. Yeah, yeah, like, that's, that's how we remember him. Okay. No, like I, I, I yeah. So, so I mean, it's just basically a collection of all these movies. Okay. Even throwing a little one million years BC. One million. Okay. 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 Yeah, all right. right. Yeah. That's uh, very creative. What's feel? yours? My pitch. All right, just go with me on this ride. Wonder Woman, the musical. Yo, come on. Yes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Uh, so I, I would I would dig if this was something akin to uh, Les Mis, except not as not as terrible with the casting and and such and and the time distribution. One of my major issues, two of my major issues with Wonder Woman was or were uh, the time distribution between Themyscira and the the real world. I felt that we could really delve more into the internal conflict between uh, Wonder Woman and Hippolyta, mm-hmm. uh, or Diana and Hippolyta, right. and and Diana's desire to to get out and do more and be more active and, right. and be part of the world. Uh, she was a rebel. And I feel that we didn't spend enough time in Themyscira before we ended up getting into all the real world bullshit. I want, so you I, want a musical yeah. about more of... She'll eventually get into the real world, but I feel like that's where the heart of the drama is. This is a mother and daughter story more so than daughter against Ares, who doesn't show up until the end of the movie. Yeah, except he was there the entire time. Spoilers. Sorry, my bad. (laughs) We can spoil it now for Monica. It's we we are past the six month. uh, See, remember I said it was it was it seemed very dramatic and slow at first, and and that musical score kept kicking in, and and it wasn't a triumphant moment at all. I just was like, oh Mm. my god, I just want to ball or go hug my mom or something. (laughs) I don't know. He was not a very good villain, but. I also want to cut out mo- the mostly unused supporting cast. <laughs> who were, were like, Sorry. here's this sniper who's really good at what he does. Also, he will never do it. There are so many casts. Oh like, I was like, yeah, no. I appreciated I'm... the multi-ethnic inclusion. You know, it was great to yeah. see some of my people. Yeah. And then I didn't see them do anything with them. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, just cut them. 
<laughs> make a decent story. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of some sort of action, and then her slow mowing yeah. some away from it, and so yeah, I could see where. Yeah. Especially a person like you, you know, being in the fight fam would want to see more of that. Like, dude, just let her fly off camera. <laughs> <laughs> so let her do her thing. Come on. Speaking of fight fam, I did some recasting as well. Of course, I'm going to put Zoe Bell as my Wonder Woman. Aww. She's wonderful. <laughs> and for Hippolyta, I would like Dame Judy Dench because mm-hmm. she's dope. Yeah. And for Steve Trevor, guy in airplane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wanted Joseph Gordon-Levitt because that guy can fucking sing. He's dope. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> now would Zoe Bell be singing? Can she sing? Yeah. Yeah, she can actually sing pretty well. Like, it, it's surprising, but yeah, she's... she's I never dope. knew that about her. She's not, like, you know, some sort of dope-ass opera singer, but, I mean, she's got some jazz into her, dude. Ooh. All right. What about you? Well, as I, um, you know, ran it past you earlier, I was thinking uh, theatrical stage... Um, like Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very similar, I guess. But, uh, like mostly using a lot of locals. The only, like, name would be Do- the Doogie Howser guy. Because he does a lot of theater and he can sing. Yeah. He's uh, dope. Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was funnier to call him the Doogie Howser guy. Who would he be cast as? Who, who would... Um. Dude, the airplane? Dude, would he be doing the airplane or would it be Aries? <laughs> um, no. Oh gosh, who's the villain? I, uh, that's that's Ludendorff, right? Yeah. Okay, Don Myers. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's tall, and I remember Lud. And you don't really see. Well, you do, but when he has, when he's all like gothed out at the end, okay. you know, uh, it just he's all like I talk really, and I don't know. Don can, can do a really wicked... Wait, so I see some of your casting here. You're casting okay. yourself as... Yes, I am Diana. <laughs> okay. 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 Had a good and, time there. And, um, like, yeah, Steve Trevor, I guess, would have been the Neil Patrick okay. Harris. The guy on the airplane. Because, look, I did like that scene where... Oh, that sounds bad to say, but when he died, when he sacrificed himself, and all of the emotions on his face and everything, and she's like, what, trapped under some asphalt, or or she's just too weak, and, and she knows what's about, she has to watch it and witness it, that kind of was like... It was a pretty sweet death scene on yeah, his that, that was acting. A, for, for a long and dramatic and drawn out movie, yes. Um, so yeah, so I guess he would be, oh, but the, what's her name again? Antitype? Antiope? Yep. Antiope? Yeah, I was thinking of Savannah Bearden. Okay. Our local, because she does low, and she is operatic. I mean, she's got some lungs on her, and she's an awesome actress. And so I thought she would be perfect. And um, I thought maybe uh, Casey for the Queen. Hippolyta, okay. <laughs> or, or, the, or the sidekick, well, so, well, I don't someone know. has to be the Queen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but there's just so many. And then your fight fam, you're in there. You have to be. I mean, there's... I would double for everybody. I mean... <laughs> Does that mean you're Aries and you get to fight? I would double Monica? for Aries. Well, I mean... Well, she already cast Don Myers as, as Aries. Well, no, no Lindor. Lindor. Oh, no, right. yeah, 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 no. Okay. I was just like, okay, well, Six is just in there everywhere because there's a lot of fighting. I will literally double for like, Aries. <laughs> like, a lot of takes. You're going to have to be my choreographer. You're going to have to... I'll you double know, for you. Yes. You're going to have to jump in there and blah, blah, now, blah. Now, here's the question. How much are you going to charge for all this? <laughs> right? Oh, we don't you know, ever... Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Money's no object. 
That's not that's in not, these well, pitches. Yeah. <laughs> not in these unreal pitches. Well, let's just say this is a this is a twenty million dollar budget, and uh, I'm taking eighteen of it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work indeed. But yes, no. So you and your entire fight family, and then anyone locally. Uh, including Mississippi area, maybe, and just like I said, anyone local to us, because there were so many freaking people in that movie. Yep, that's accurate. I mean, we need We need a big stage for this. Yes, it's going to have to be. And I was thinking like this rotating stage where you rotate the scene. Like a lazy Susan? That's yes. what they did for Les Mis when it was here at the Orpheum. Really? Oh, God. That's what I, the first time I saw cool. that was uh, junior high school. They did it for the play. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah and I thought, cool. this is brilliant. Yeah, that's neat. Brilliant. All right, all right. So yeah, that was my idea was to make it make Super Wonder Woman Ham, Ham like Hamilton pitches Hamilton. That's cool. And put all of y'all in it. Well, I do like Cody's Hamilton. in there too. To make it to make it all fabulous <laughs> and amazing. Just a reminder: the 2018 Unreal Film Festival submission season is still open. Still open. You still got time to submit to us. Still time. I think early deadline has passed, so you, it's just red, regular deadline now. But you can check us out on Without a Box. You can check us out on Film Freeway. That's where I submit shit. You can check us out on Click for Festivals or Fest Home. You can also just submit to us directly through the website. Just submit yeah. your movie to us. Yeah, Unreal Festival, UnrealFilmFestival.com. Uh, you can check out all the rules and guidelines there, but general rule is, is your movie related at all to horror, sci-fi, or fantasy? Well, then you can submit to us. It's cool. Yeah, you got to ask that question first. <laughs> yeah, really. Don't just put it in an envelope and send it. Like, really ask that question first. It'd be really awkward if you were like, nah, and then did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, and then wrote I can see note. someone still doing that just, just to annoy you. Yeah, <laughs> and then put a note in there. Yeah, it'd also be really awkward if you, like, tweeted at us or just wrote us in, like, nah. And that's it. Just your, just your one would reply to this. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we get some of those responses. Yeah, just that nah. And they submitted to it anyway. Yeah. I think I'm going to go respond. <laughs> nah. Yeah. <laughs> movie. Get, getting ideas now. <laughs> well, last year was dope. This year is going to be doper with your help, of course. If you submit shit to us, yeah, we had some, we had some really good ones. Yeah. a lot of international. I'm looking forward to seeing our current selection. I, I've, uh, I've seen that we have some submissions in. I haven't gotten through any of them, Jerry, and none, none, we haven't done any sort of thing judging wise. So, I mean, just no one's been wait. judged yet. No one has been judged. But thou shalt. But submission season ends June 15th, so get that shit in as soon as possible. The festival itself will be September 21st through 23rd at the Malco Studio on the Square. Yes! It's going to be dope. All right. It's well, a nice venue. It's time for us to wrap up here. Remember, you can follow Unreal Radio and Unreal Film Fest on all your social media. Casey, Monica, where can people find you individually on your social media? You can find me on Facebook with Casey with a KD's. Instagram and uh, Snapchat, and if you want to check out my boring Twitter, it's all Memphis Lunatic, MPHS Lunatic. You can find me on Facebook at Monica Donnelly Summerfield, really long, obnoxious name. And you can find me now on Twitter, I think as Momo Summerfield, I'm not sure. And then you can also find me on Instagram as Falling for Grace 74 because I could not believe. I couldn't just use Falling for Grey. Like, that's never taken. And then Snapchat, Falling for Grey. Actually, I was going to ask you about that. Why, why couldn't she use uh, Falling for Grey on Twitter? Uh, I, so I don't know. I guess some people had it. It won, hmm. It Yeah, it was making me put a number. So, okay. 74. But I was highly disappointed because I... No, on well, Twitter. I, 
on Twitter. Yeah, what, why do you use Momo? Oh, that's my nickname. Momo Seven. Yeah, Momo Summerfield because Twitter's more, you know, like name. Yeah, I don't know. She I, wants to keep them all confused with. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> I want to make sure everyone is confused trying to find me. You can actually um, on Twitter. You can actually put your actual name and then your Twitter handle can be whatever the heck you want. Yeah, saying like you know, so, I didn't know okay. because like I you don't tweet and I swore I would never. I yeah. swore I'd never tweet. You can funny. actually change your Twitter. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm still Same kind with Instagram. But in, I thought my Instagram was okay. So. No, your Instagram was fine. You swore you'd never do an Instagram. Or, well, no, uh, I wasn't allowed to. Remember, that was the one yeah, thing that daughter, I, Yeah, right. my oh, daughter. Yeah. She wanted <laughs> yeah. me not to tag. And she's watching me. <laughs> watching her uh, every I'm move. Definitely like a she, hawk. Yes. Eyes on. <laughs> but so far, so far, she said, it's been a cool, and I've been cool, and she's actually liked some of my stuff. Well, you can block her. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Okay. Wow. Prof- Harsh. Professor Cody. Yes. Please remind us and the audience where we can find you and check out your stuff. Um. <clears throat> wow. Voice cracked me. Um. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Cody Rogers. Um. And on Twitter, like I said, I I need to get back to using that more. Um. My Twitter handle is the Eon X. Um. You can look up. On Twitter as well, but you'll get a lot more results, I'm sure. Yeah. How can I get the links uh, to the WhatsApp? Like, I mean, because I got those out of the um, if, um, if you message me on Facebook or Twitter, um, yeah, I do cool. have the uh, generic welcome post okay. for WhatsApp saved to my phone. So cool. if you want to join the Memphis Pokemon Go group, just message me on Facebook or Twitter and I'll do my best to get you hooked up. Hopefully, I won't make a mess of it. It's not Professor Cody line. I need to get hooked into course you can check me out on my website www.thelegendary6.com you can check me out on instagram and twitter as at the legendary six and of course my facebook account is joe carolino uh it's a dope page uh, i need to update that shit because i don't update as much as my actual instagram and twitter haha <laughs> my hero um, <laughs> i feel like uh i'm way behind but it's okay it's okay because you can check out my actual website and it's dope anyway just remember to stay tuned to Unreal Radio, where three, sometimes four, film industry professionals get together around a table to discuss the top horror, sci-fi, and fantasy news. I am Six Carolino. Casey Dees. Professor Cody. <laughs> I'm Monica. Keep it unreal.